This CSM 14 candidate interview is part of a larger series. You can find interviews with many other candidates at talkinginstations.com. This interview with candidate Exuki Z, a member of Scary Wormhole People, begins with Raiden asking about Exuki's history in EVE. Hi, I'm Raiden Hardman from Streamfleet, and today I'm going to be interviewing Exuki, who is running for CSM 14. Hi, Exuki. Hello. How are we doing today? You good? Doing good. It's a nice rainy Tuesday here. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we got a quite a section to go through, so we're going to start. I'm going to ask the standard question of most interviews. Um, I know you've been around for about ten years, and Eve. So, um, tell us a bit about yourself and what you do in game. Sure. So I've um, been playing for now over 10 years. Uh, I started in March 2009. Um, and I guess, you know, uh, while I could talk for quite a while about everything I've done in those 10 years, uh, I'd summarize who I am and what kind of my experience is, is um, almost the entire 10 years was uh, has been in wormhole space. Um, my 10th year anniversary of joining my corp, the Dark Space Initiative, will be uh, just a couple of weeks in the beginning of June. Um, and, you know, I've done, um, <clears throat> I've done, excuse my cough, uh, a bit of everything throughout that. Um, PvP, mining, care bearing, hunting, capital ships, small gang, medium gang. I don't know if I want to ever say large fleets because wormhole <laughs> space large is a different, a very different large than K space. Uh, I mean, I have FC'd and been involved in a fleet of over 100 people, but not that often. And even a hundred people probably isn't that large for outside that's, of wormhole. That's quite space. rare in wormhole space, isn't it? They're, uh, they're uncommon for sure. Uh, you don't, they don't pop up very often. Um, for most of that period, I've also been my corporation's CEO. Um, so, you know, uh, people frequently, because of how long I've been there, assume I was the founder of uh, the Dark Space Initiative, but that was in fact not the case. I joined it um, and then worked my way up to director. And then when our CEO quit, I was handed the reins, although admittedly that was only about two and a half months into my time in corp but you know it was a small mm -hmm. corp you know er everything was smaller back then so uh you know that was just kind of it was a small crew and i was well known amongst said very small crew so it wasn't terribly challenging <laughs> to, to get there but also i would say you know being the ceo at that point meant virtually nothing because the corp was nothing but um you've built the corp up from where it was right yeah, so um, over 10 years, the Corp's gone in a bunch of different directions. Um, we've grown considerably. Um, uh, so TD Sin uh, is the only real corporation in the alliance uh, known as Scary Wormhole People, uh, which might be a name that people recognize more than our actual Corp ticker. Um Scary Wormhole People is the largest wormhole space entity in in the in the game right now. Yeah, I recognize your uh, Discord um, avatar. Everybody likes the Kraken. Yep. 
so uh, we we're big. We're fairly well known. Uh, I'd say we're we're not terrible either. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I'd say I'm, I'm I I would say with very uh, plenty of confidence that I'm pretty proud of uh, where the corpse gotten over those ten years. So um, and a lot of that uh, I will take credit for. Normally I'm uh, I'm generally pretty humble, but sitting here being super humble in an interview while I'm trying to get people to vote for me for CSM is probably less effective. You know, there's been a thousand people um, over the years that have helped us get to where we are, but uh, I've uh, I've helped get us from virtually nothing. I actually gave a presentation at FanFest uh, last year called for, uh, Empire from Scratch um, that was live. Oh, yeah, I was there. Um, it's focusing on a lot of my experiences taking over a corp that was 10 people and now has over a hundred. Cool. Um, I also know that you help organize Eve Northeast as well. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Sure. So, um, six years ago, uh, my corp at the time was, uh, you know, as a lot of smaller corps start out with, it was a bundle of more or less a bunch of people that knew each other outside of Eve, even beforehand. Um, and some of those were people that were friends and then we jumped into Eve and then some of them were, were Eve friends and then we mm -hmm. became real friends, you know, uh, that cycle <laughs> I'm sure exists in lots of places. So we organized just a meetup. Uh, I lived in New Hampshire, and several of our directors and uh, people in the corp lived either in New Hampshire, Northeast, uh, that's Northeast United States yeah. for people that maybe don't know where New Hampshire is, um, you know, um, over the, that area. So we had a, we just had a barbecue for uh, like just a night. We had people drive up a couple hours, um, drank some alcohol cooked some food on a grill, you know, uh, either camped the night or stayed, you know, hung out in a, a nearby hotel. <clears throat> so it started as a court meetup. We had like 10 dudes there and it was a great time. It sounds like a really nice meet, to be honest. It's one of those ones, because um, I do love Eve meets, and it's one of those ones I'd like to do because um, I've got family um, from that area as well. So it'd be quite nice to go up there. But we also have some nitty-gritty stuff to get to. We need to talk about the CSM. Um, Absolutely. You applied last year to be in the CSM, and I believe you came very close. Um, has this not deterred you from reapplying? No, because you have done this year. Um, do you have a different campaign strategy this year to uh, get you across that line? And can you reveal any plan of attack that is uh, in the works? So um, it definitely didn't deter me. I, I was really close, honestly closer than I expected to be. I mean, um, it sounds it, a little wasn't it silly. Down to people not putting another name on the ballot or something. Yeah. Um, so I was actually in round one. I was. Um, I think I was number five for votes. I was the and I, I survived all the way to the very last round where I was eliminated and then Killaby was eliminated. So I was thirty five out of thirty six rounds of voting. Um, wow. I had a lot of support that put me on as their number one or number two votes, but unfortunately we didn't have a tremendous amount of people whose votes ended up coming to me after that. Yeah. So 
if you if you go you know if you open the the results and kind of follow it i sh- i shot up to the near the top at the beginning but quite shy of the amount to just instantly get a seat and then slowly fell down the listing as other people accumulated their votes from other ballots and and i didn't um so, so a, big, a big message for that is fill out the whole ballot people vote and use all of the spaces please I mean, there were there were two main other ballots that wormholers cast. Um, the Russian wormhole community, community rallied behind their own candidate Tafita, um, and a clump of uh, Class Four wormhole dwellers rallied behind their candidate Razorblade. Um, going back and having rerun the simulation, if those if those two ballots that had only put one person and no one else had put me in as, mm-hmm. on as two, I would have gotten a seat. Um, yeah. Which lends itself to, you know, changes to what I'm doing this year. Um, I'd summarize how, what I'm trying to do in two pieces. One, I'm attempting to appeal a bit more than I did last time to non-wormholers. Um, you know, I'm not from a null block, and I, I can't and won't claim that I understand or am a master of Nullsec sovereignty mechanics more than you know any of the Nullsec candidates might be. But what I'd hope I can convince some people of is, you know, I'm a thoroughly experienced Eve player. I've seen Eve for a large chunk of its existence, and I feel like I can do a pretty good job of helping explain or point out to people, especially CCP, about how changes that they've made in the past and are making right now might have positive or negative impacts. Because and depending on who you ask, people will point to different parts of EVE as the golden days, because mm-hmm. I don't think very many people um, <laughs> are jumping out to say, now is the best EVE has ever been. Um, I don't think it's the worst it's ever been right now, but you know, there are, there are decisions and things that have been done in the past that had collateral damage and negative impacts that I don't think were intended because, uh, maybe the right people weren't at the table when they discussed them. So all I'm hoping that I can convince just, you know, appeal to, to even general that, you know, I, I think I can do a lot of good and I have a lot of experience across the, the, you know, across the board in some of the areas that I think we need people that have experiences, you know, being FCs, being a CEO, just in general, having been a player. I, I've been everything from a miner to an industrialist, <clears throat> you know, I've done the months of the, where the only thing I really tried to do is just try to make my wallet bigger. Now, for the most part, <clears throat> I help manage and run you know, the corpse out hunting and our corp is significantly more PVP focused than we were in the past. So I like, um, I've touched on that spectrum. I I wouldn't call myself an expert or a a master in some of them compared to maybe some other people that might be running saying I'm a hardcore industrialist. Yeah. But I'd like to think that I can appeal to that. And then the second thing I've been working on is internally towards the wormhole community is trying to convince everyone vote for multiple wormholers you know um it's unfortunately easier said than done to get all of wormhole space to unite behind even one or two candidates uh the are like we have a primary so to speak going on and there's still five or six names up there um if everyone could just make sure that they vote for all of them, ideally with the similar ranking of who we're supporting as our one and two, then I think we have a better shot. Um, 
I do think that Nolsec and even general might be a bit better organized. So I, I'm not convinced that the same number of wormholers voting is necessarily going to get us a seat. I'm also trying to leverage that, you know, like, look, guys, in general, wormhole space is a little apathetic towards the CSM because of things that happened over this last year. Mm-hmm. And all I can say is like that's because no one on the CSM understood what the impact of some of these things would be. You know, um, a couple different CSM members have stated when they got on that don't worry, we'll help, we'll help support you guys and keep you in mind. But you know, meeting minutes and some of the you know like yeah. the Hector changes helped showcase. I don't think the right people were ever at the table to do that for us. Well, um, let's move on to that actually. Um, that's something I wanted to talk to you about. Um, seeing as you've been a wormhole for most of your career, um, CCP did change the way hips operate. Um, it's to do with mass and rolling holes, I believe. I'm not a wormholer, so you're gonna have to bear with me on this one. Um, I'm not too worried about how would you, how you would fix it. It's not why I'm asking the question. Um, if you were a member of CSM 13 when this was presented to them. Um, how would you go about changing their mind, or did you agree with the change? The The end result was, I think, the change I would have wanted to see. The I think the problem and what I would have done and hoped to accomplish is make sure that, that the, CS, the CSM and CCP understands the impact. Because I, you know, I, I've been, I've been playing the game long enough, and generally been in contact with multiple CSMs over the years that I understand that I can't just say no, this is a bad idea, don't do it, and expect that they're necessarily going to listen to me. But what I can and will do, if I can, you know, can and will do, if I make it onto the CSM fourteen, is make sure that they understand everything that they're they're doing because i think you know uh they didn't fully understand the impact that not being able to roll critical and forget wormholes would have uh, on wormholers um and you know so i think that's where i could have maybe tried to change that's what i would have done i made sure they understand like hey this is important this is the impact that this change is going to have and then b had they it sounds like it's it sounds like they very briefly touched on it and dismissed it quickly tried to make sure it's not dismissed quite as quickly um because i think one of the biggest problems i've had with ccp over the years is ccp has this and i think sometimes the csm and other devs get you know let them get away with this is they have a tendency to to give us half finished solutions and promise the other half later and you know, over the years, there's been plenty of instances where the second half either never came or, in my opinion, came far too late. Well, um, this is a I think this does lead quite nicely into another question I had for you. Um, you've worked on focus groups for CCP in the past, and you worked on one for structures and logistics. Um, did anything yep. come out of that focus group that you're proud of and worked really well? and something you want to build on during your tenure? Is there anything um, from those focus groups that you really would like to get your teeth back into? Um, unfortunately, probably nothing. I don't want to jump up and claim that I can point to any particular thing that I'm super proud of, because I, I don't think I had any genius ideas that other people hadn't had. Um, 
you know, uh, my, the primary focus of the structure, the uh, structural logistics group I was on was about contracts and how they relate. Um, I was actually mainly there just because they wanted to make it's funny it's when they have the focus group CCP goes out of their way to make sure they have a wormhole on the panel um, but uh, so you know they were discussing courier contracts and the ability to like deliver items to structures um, so some of the features that funny enough actually when we were on the focus group CCP actually event ultimately ended not going with any sort of like Dropbox or Mailbox. And I mm -hmm. then, you know, like a year later they did do it, but they didn't do it while they, they had people give it. Yeah, they said, we're not going to do this. And then, you know, months or maybe a year, I can't remember the exact timing, you know, then we actually have the ability to, you know, deposit something into a station, mm -hmm. even if you can't dock there, um, which was kind of the intention was courier contract scamming was something CCP was trying to get around because yep. this is Yes, we want to support scamming, but this way is kind of really <laughs> shitty about it because it's not something that you can defend against. Like I, as a hauler, can take a courier contract only to have my ability to deliver it be removed after I've accepted the contract. Yeah. So then, you know, a lot of the discussion was around how can we prevent that? And then ultimately, you know, decisions like locking it so it can't be changed was, was a no-go. So I participated in a lot of those discussions. Um, but I can't claim any, you know, I can't claim any victory here on something that I can say I specifically really helped change this. Um, but taking I, parts of victory in itself, I, I think, um, taking part in, in any focus group, no matter how, whether it brings something or doesn't, I think it shows a, a willingness to work with CCP. So that's a big bonus, I think, I, for you. I can claim some victory for something with Tech 3 Cruisers, though, is uh, I was one of the major proponents that got the power grid and CPU per level restriction, or uh, not restriction, uh, bonuses moved to a roll bonus. Um, you know, uh, one of the problems in wormhole space especially has is, you know, back then at least, we used Tech 3 Cruisers a lot. Um mm -hmm. And your fits are, you know, if you if your fit is good, it's tight. And so having a fit that requires level five engineering and back then level five electronics to have enough power grid and CPU was critical. And dying and losing one of those and suddenly not being able to even use your fit was very frustrating yeah. for wormholers. So, um you know, uh, that's something I can point to and say I directly had a hand in making that change happen because it wasn't on even on Fozzie's to-do list when we started the focus group. Now, whether or not the Tech 3 Cruiser rebalance was a success is an entirely different <laughs> discussion. Depends um, who you talk to from. You know, it's unfortunately I can't claim that we finished with complete happiness of what we had. There were some things that CCP was just unwilling to bend on. Um, and, you know, some of the things that happened after, like, you know, the, we buffed the Proteus and it still barely used. The Loki eclipsed all of the others for most uses. Those were both things we pointed out, but unfortunately we were vetoed on further balance passes on those. Well, talking about balance passes, um, I have a question about those for you. Because um, you actually stated in your candidacy, um, balance it to – we're hoping CCP were looking into balance iterations. And the last CSM brought about quite a big change to raw calls, carriers, um, 
Did you agree with the changes or was there some part of the balance you thought went too far or wasn't enough? So I'm biased here because as both a wormholer who enjoys hunting vorquals and someone that doesn't use them, I personally just don't think the panic module itself was ever a good change for Eve. So I find the the nerf that they gave to it, I think, was insufficient. Um, most of the other changes of, of you know recent to that, uh, I think, were were good. Um, <laughs> I think that carrier application needed a reduction. Um, I, I think the Rorquals both were and I believe still are a little too tanky and too difficult to kill. Um, mm. I mean, largely, I feel that CCP is too slow to make balance changes. And I understand some of their reasoning, both to they want to avoid change fatigue, and sometimes it can take weeks or even you know months to see the what the impact of your changes are. Um, but I disagree with their, their assessment that that means that we need to wait so long between balance passes, because I think balance is the lifeblood of this game. And, you know, there are, there's metas that are not enjoyable. There are fights that, you know, where you're, you, you watch the PVP landscape just continually inching towards everyone using the same ships. Um, and this might be my bitter vet rose-tinted glasses, but there were definitely points in Eve's history where at least it felt like everybody was using different ships and fights were a little less predictable mm -hmm. and everything wasn't quite as min-max. Now, it's entirely possible... It's entirely possible that we can't get back there, but there's no shortage of ships that are basically never used because... Y is terrible, mainly not because it's actually terrible, but because X is just better than Y in every single facet. Um, and, you know, that's that's an area that I would like to see more frequent tweaks to, especially because I know as far as developer go time goes, we're not talking much because we're talking database changes. It's, you know, I'm sure more of time is spent figuring out how much we want to buff this or that chip is than actually applying said code changes. Um, so I, I would like to see more iterations on a little more frequent basis. If they think we need months between this and that, that's fine. But then we can touch this, these, this class of ships, let those sit for a couple months, but then the next patch we should be touching something else. Um, I would like to see that every release was changing a little bit of something so that we could, you know, ideally move towards a more even playing field as far as ships goes. But mm -hmm. if not, at least, you know, changes <laughs> breeds innovation and people trying things and that turns into conflict. And I feel like introduction of, you know, potential new metas has always been a catalyst for people logging into play. Because I know people that have logged in just because their favorite ship or, you know, some of their favorite ships are suddenly viable again. I've seen it. You mean so, the Munin? I mean, the Munin's not a bad example. I think that that was probably the one that was kind of in my head. You know, for years, the Munin was a meme, and some people might still say it's a meme, but I've both been in Munin fleets and been destroyed by Munin fleets. So, you know, uh, I think there's something, <laughs> there's something to be said for taking ships that everyone just laughs at and making them usable again. I'm sure at least a couple people 
came back to the game or maybe not necessarily came back. They got more interested in the game because shit, there's, there's new ships to fly. Like I, you know, I've been playing for 10 years. I can fly every ship in the game short of all the Titans, but do I fly most of them? No, I probably fly 10 ships tops over yeah. like a month. So, you know, it's, it's almost as if it's new content giving me ships that I can actually fly because they're worth flying. Like, they're, they're already in the game. I can already fly them, but I never do because they're bad. Um, you did mention in there um, about conflict. Um, it's something else you stated um, in your candidacy, which intrigued me. Um, you would like CCP to work on making structure warfare more accessible to conflict. Um, you want them to move away from stalemate mechanics. I know the CSM members are not devs and they're not there to produce fixes, but is there something you have thought of which could help in that regard and something you want to try and plant the seed with with the CSM? On a high level, because I don't, th I, you know, I try to avoid going to too low level with any of my thoughts or ideas here, mainly because a please keep it high level. Yeah, you know, people, it's impossible to please people with a low level solution. I, I think that you know structures and con structures and conflict are almost enemies at the moment in the sense that um, they like their their current system. I think promotes apathy and uh, you know so I, i've you know weaponized boredoms of where a mm -hmm. phrase you hear get thrown around the fact that the only thing that matters is me defending the whole timer i think is problematic now um you know i don't know if the solution is perhaps making it so repeatedly failing letting something continuously lose its shields or armor should at some point have some sort of penalty um you know, there's there's a lot of different ways you could play it. I but I just want to make sure that it's understood that I think fundamentally the system as we have it right now is yeah. needs has a problem. Um, and I suspect that you know nullsec people feel that pain even worse than we do in wormhole space. The timers are much shorter. You know, so even if I have to grind all the way to my to my hull, I'm talking if I timed it right three days, um, <laughs> you know, if it was full power. But and I know in case space that can be upwards of over a week. Um, but I think it's it's problematic that it's just no one needs to care. Like I come and I'm attacking your your system and your infrastructure and no one has to care because until it gets to the whole timer, everything I've done is basically reversible. It just magically fixes all of my time and work by repairing because they actually care to show up for the whole timer. Um, and, you know, I, I see the pain on Reddit. I hear the pain talking to some people <laughs> that, you know, you know, uh, have alts in case space. I've got friends that are just in case space. It's, it's everywhere. It, I mean, it, it does burn out wormhole space too. You're, you're yeah. trying to get a fight, you know, I mean, in wormhole space, it's a bit more effective sometimes because if you don't come save your stuff, you'll actually lose it. And, you know, it's it's more than just the Astro House because in wormhole space, it's what's in Everything the Astro drops, House right? too. Yeah. So, you know, structure bashing is a fairly effective way of forcing people to come defend their stuff. But it still means that usually I have to do all the work for two days just to get it to the whole timer before they have to care. And... I think it on on some level that's that's part of the problem. The system promotes boredom and apathy. I think this um, upcoming war, if it happens, um, is gonna 
prove a lot of things, um, whether good or bad, as to whether um, structure conflict is uh, stalemate-y. Um, it's going to be interesting to watch. But Okay, we're going to finish this with a bit of a fun question for you. It's a bit of a, it's an out there question. It's not too bad, though. Um, no matter which point in time, you can pick whenever you like. Which dev from CCP, given the choice, would you like to sit down with and really hash something out? And one subject that's really got to you. And what would you like to say to them to try and change what came about in the game because of what it could be allegedly that dev did or you know that dev made a change in the game for? So I would actually go with CCP Grayscale. Hmm. So, and, and for, I mean, and depending on how long people have been playing EVE, they might not even know who CCP Grayscale is. CCP Grayscale was the architect of Wormhole Space. Um, and when I was brand new to EVE and went to my first fan fest one year in, I actually got to hang out with him for a bunch and then a bunch more the next fan fest. And then I think he left the company right after that one. Um, I, and he, it was very clear to me from talking with him that he was very, very passionate. He had a plan for wormhole space. You know, a lot of people in the love to quote CCP going, oh, players were never meant to live there. That's nonsense. Players were always going to live in wormhole space. That was Grace. Grayscale's vision for wormhole space had players living in it. Whether or not he envisioned them using posses or, you know, being as entrenched as we are, I don't know, which is why getting to talk to him about it would be pretty cool. Um, I've actually talked to him a couple years ago um, on Twitter because he, you know, he's bounced around to some companies, yeah. and he actually recognized me because we had spent quite a while, you know, uh, chatting at FanFest one year, and I asked him a couple of questions, and sadly, he just gave me this blank answer of either he's like, honestly, I can't remember what I can tell you and can't, and I'm just gonna say that my Eve book is closed and we're not talking about oh, it. Man. But I mean, the guy had a vision and he was very passionate people loved to meme on him because grayscale did not actually play eve you know he was one of those devs that didn't play the game but oh. i think contrasting some of the other devs that we have that don't play the game i firmly believe he was very passionate about his work he was very active in monitor monitoring it and you know while he was at ccp we actually got minute, fairly frequent tweaks to wormhole space. Because also back then, CCP likes to not tell you about wormhole space changes in the patch mm -hmm. notes. They'd give you this vague nonsense of sleeper sites. There has, sleepers have made adjustments in defending of their nest. And you're just like, what the fuck does that mean? And then, you know, at some point you fucking go into a site and get blown up because they added more battleships or something stupid. <laughs> Which they don't do anymore. You know, the patch notes are very thorough, but <laughs> um, you know, I, I would just I would love to sit down with him and and just have him lay out what his actual plans were because he, you know he had he had a long term plan sadly I think one that died with him when he left the company um, because That's I have a really cool one there. Um, and I mean I, I say that with considerable sadness because a lot of developers love to say they live in wormholes or that they do wormhole this, they do wormhole that. Um, and I believe many of them, but none of them, have, I think, have that passion 
that Grayscale ever did. And maybe that's, of course, because it was his baby. And, you know, I don't think anyone else ever really adopted it. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really good choice of dev and a really cool story to go with it. Um, we do have to wrap up. Is there anything that you'd like to say before we say goodbye to the voting public? Um, well, you know, uh, I, I'm really hoping that uh, some, that I can convince some people. I mean, I don't even I, I, let's start with hoping the people in our wormholers even listen to this interview. And then hopefully some <laughs> of those people, you know, think that I sound like a good choice because I all I can say, you know, try to repeat it. I believe that I offer considerably more to the CSM than just a wormhole. Like I don't want people voting for me just because they think they need a token wormhole or people going, oh, I'm not a wormhole, so I'm not going to vote for him. You know, I'm a CEO. I've done the, I've seen stuff. I'm a hunter, content creator. I run an Eve meet. I'm very invested in this game and I'd like to hopefully portray that, um, you know, I, I'd like to do my absolute best to continue making it better, which is of course the primary reason that I'm, running for CSM is I, I'm hoping to leverage that passion and experience and do improvements. And if I can't convince you to vote for me for CSM, if it's something you can do, I would also invite everyone to come to my meetup in August because Eve Northeast is a blast. And every year I hear people go, Oh, I wish I had known about it more. It's like, I don't know how else I can showcase it. You know, CCP tweets about it. It's posted on the all, Eve Meet, all the places. But, you know, if you want to come hang out for several days, uh, drink some alcohol, play some games, and maybe talk about spaceships. And if you don't want to, that works too. Uh, then we'd love to see you there. And thank you very much for your time, Raiden. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, sit and chat with you. Thank you very much. And good luck with the uh, election. Thank you, Raiden.